I'm Mirza, and I really wish Cher was my second mom. And I'm Pooja. I'm the biggest Scorpio in Prospect Heights. So true. Do you have problems that you think are really important, but other people don't really want to hear about? These are problems that your therapist has told you to move on from. We're here to give you advice on all of them, from the nothing burger to the everything burger. Like, did you accidentally make eye contact with your boss in the Equinox Steam Room? Scandalous. Do you hate the soap in your in-law's bathroom? Are you afraid to run outside because you have terrible form? Does your boyfriend keep making out with his dog that has terrible breath and then trying to kiss you? Well, if you've experienced any of these problems, you may qualify for our advice. A quick little disclaimer, we are not trained professionals. If you do take our advice, please take with caution. Proceed with caution because we are the, the problem, problem solvers. solvers. Hi, I'm Amal Clooney lounging at Lake Como. Oh my God. And I'm Pooja Reddy peering over the gate. Anxious, <laughs> trying to get in. Trying to get in. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you can come in. It's a party. Oh my God. I did work at the UN, Amal. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could bond over that. World peace. Yes. Humanitarian issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, how are you doing this week? You know, I'm really tired and I really blame it on daylight savings. Mm. We're in that phase of the calendar year where we fall backward, you know? We recently fall forward. No, you fall backward and you spring forward. Fall back, Honor? spring forward. Okay. But don't we gain an hour of sleep? Yes, because you fall back. So so, go, so at two a.m. it goes back to one a.m. So you like relive so you, that hour. But you, but wouldn't you get more sleep though because of that? Yes, you do. Okay, but you're saying you're tired. No, so I'm, I'm tired. Poking a hole. Oh yeah, you're poking a hole in my logic. Which yes. like let let me get there. Let me let Sorry. me get there. Let me. I'm crawling. Let me walk. Okay. Uh, um, I'm tired because the sun is setting at 4.30. Yes. <laughs> and I'm an early riser, so now I wake up before the sun is out, and I finish working once the sun is gone. Mm. So I get very little vitamin D exposure these days, and it makes me so tired. Better up that vitamin D pill. <laughs> I need that vitamin D pill. You know, I used to have a really great regimen of vitamins. I used to have a little like medicine tube with like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I would have like six or seven vitamin pills in there. And I would always just like pop them in the morning as I was um, drinking my coffee. It, they, it makes you nauseous when you do that, by the way. That if you're on an empty stomach, it's real bad. It's real bad. Can I tell you a story about this? Yeah. Um, I took the LSAT right after college. I took it twice. Lord Jesus. Devastating. Yeah, literally. Uh, Did you pass? It's not a pass-fail. It's okay. a score. Um, I didn't get into like any IVs. I did not apply, but I did get into a law school um, that I applied to. Love that. I just decided last minute not to go. Um. First time taking the LSAT, I took it at University of Kentucky, and I'd already graduated, so I didn't have a place to stay. Stayed with a friend. The morning of, she's like trying to hype me up. She's like, "I got you a coffee." Oh, here's like that's a nice friend. Yes, she was like, "Here's a vitamin. Like, take this vitamin. Um, you know, it'll make you smart." She and you ashwagandha? No, no, no. She just was just like it was probably just like a multivitamin yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that, right? But she just was like doing all these things. She was like here's this, here's this, you know, like, here's your little bag of pencils. She's a hype woman. Yeah. I love that. I take the vitamin. I'm walking up the stairs to go into the classroom building. I literally projectile vomited <laughs> onto the sidewalk. No. Because I was so nauseous. nauseous. Oh, no. I, it was devastating. That's the worst. I think, like, 
how sick I got <laughs> affected how I did on the test, Probably. to be honest. Because I was so shook by it. And I, I didn't know that like taking a vitamin on empty stomach You're correlates. not supposed to do it. Yeah, I didn't know that. And so I think I was just so worried the whole time that I was going to like throw up again. I don't know. It yeah, was yeah. A, it was a really weird situation. That does sound weird. Oh my gosh. Speaking of projectile vomiting, the last time that I projectile vomited was on the seven train heading into Queens after I bought sushi from a woman on the train and ate it. And it immediately ran through my system. No, no. And I vomited between the cars. No. Yeah. Devastating. That was the last time. That was like 2014. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm I'm very tired um, with this whole daylight savings thing. And, you know, if you've done any even just like preliminary easy reading on daylight savings you know it's for the farmers it's for the farmers so they My can people for they so they can we, we need to talk about your empire of rice off camera okay <laughs> <laughs> i need to know what i'm missing out on here <laughs> it's something that should be abolished i think oh so you're saying that it's for the farmers not for the corporate worker it's not for the corporate worker like people in new york don't benefit from daylight savings like no. there's nothing that we you know i don't think, think people in chicago benefit or people in miami people in miami definitely don't benefit actually they do because they get an extra hour at the club um when it goes from 2 a.m back to 1 a.m mm -hmm. but um you know i i just think it's it's so antiquated and we need to get rid of it and i thought we, they were going to get rid of it. I thought there was a, there was a hype moment around it, but you know other uh, more pressing things like January sixth and like uh, okay, I think that bar buried like, in priorities. Oh, okay, because so, like for some reason I was like I thought everyone was like we did it, guys. No, we didn't do it. Um, I think it passed one one chamber, and then it didn't pass it the other. So we still got to do this flippy flop, flippy flop every fall and spring. Stupid. Yeah, but. I have been awake a few times when the clock has sprung forward and fallen back. And it's a very jarring experience to see that clock go from 159 to 1 again. Uh, Do you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You're like, whoa, it's Black Mirror. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been all up in the clock app when because I was uh, in India. Yeah. Do you use that sleep um, uh, sleep timer in the clock app? You know, I don't. Which you should. I, I should because I am curious how much I sleep and I don't have like a, a Fitbit or anything. But I like added the clock app as a widget on my homepage because I was in India, but I was like talking to people who are in New York, you mm. know, obviously like Scott. And then I was like doing work in New York. Then I had something going on in L.A. <coughs> so Sorry. I was like tracking LA time and then I was also tracking some other countries time and I don't really know why I can't remember mm -hmm. what the situation circumstance was but like I was all over that fucking yeah thing you were all over the time zones I was all over it I love that yeah no, I, it's helpful I like the sleep time thing within the clock app because it says okay like I usually set it I'm going to bed at 1130 and I'm gonna wake up at 630 so mm -hmm. I get my seven hours and yeah. that's what I've been doing. And the sound that it plays. Yeah, see, exactly. It oh works. God, you said sleep and it made me sleepy. I know. I know. But it plays a very soothing wake up sound. It's like. So it's different from an alarm? Yeah. Cause it, well, the alarm, as you know, is. You know, it sounds yeah, like a machine sounds, gun. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is more like. And you're like. Wow. And then I set the regular alarm after that. So after I snooze that, then five minutes later, it's like, D -d 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 -d. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hate this wake up. The other one's a little bit softer. I hate alarms. I know. Do you set an alarm? 
Not right now. Because <laughs> you have nothing to wake up. Tell me more. <laughs> and during COVID, like during when we were working from home, I didn't, I never set an alarm. God, those were the days when we worked for Disney at home during COVID. Oh my gosh. Pretty great. Pretty great, but not, you know. Yeah, it was complicated. Yes. Complicated Love situation. Hate. You're tired. So, I, so, so, so I'm I. tired and I'm trying, Um, like I bought a vitamin D lamp. Look at her yawning. Because you were talking about sleep and it's making me sleep. It's and like I'm Beetlejuice. Also... Sleep, sleep, yeah. sleep. <laughs> uh, no, I bought a vitamin D lamp for my bedroom and I bought a... Is it just guy in white hot pants? <laughs> it's a different kind of D lamp. And okay. you just... You just rub his bum yeah. and then it, tur it turns on. It turns on and it lights up and yeah. he bends over and it's just like the light from the inside just oh lights Lord. up. There. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I, I got that. I got a white noise machine I and I that. got eye masks to really set and a, and, a, and a mister like in my bedroom. So like it just like sprays a really effervescent smell with like a little bit of water. Uh, I'm afraid of mold, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, so I think I'm combating daylight savings time the best way I can, but I, it really has affected. I'm, I've been like pretty lethargic this week Yeah. and I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I will say that like the schedule of daylight savings is tough for someone who's in your situation who is working an office job mm -hmm. and it does really suck the energy out of oneself and yeah. kind of leaves you feeling like what else is there? You know, like. At the end of the day, I'm so busy. I don't even know. Like I'm in back to backs all day and it's actually wild how we function this way. It's not good. It's not nice. Well, I just like by the end of the day, I'm like, where did this day go? Exactly. And then imagine spending 40 years of your life doing that. No, thank you. you. Know? No, thank you. I hate that. Yeah. I just. It's capitalism, baby. It, yeah. And I just. It makes me, I don't like it. No, me neither. But I like money. <laughs> so yeah. I'll do it in the interim. <laughs> he likes, yeah, totally. I do like money. If, I think know. if I had my priorities straight, then I would also be if working. If you had your head on right, you'd be working. Yeah, I know. Kidding. God, you sound like my mom, Jesus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> ah! um, okay, well. Well, what's going on with you this week? Well, it's funny that you say that about money. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think people who know me or have seen my stand up, they're familiar with the concept of me not being good at math. Yes, you're you're notoriously bad at it. Notoriously bad at math, not a woman in STEM. Something about like that happens when you are bad at math is that you're not good at doing math on the fly. Okay. Mental math, as they call it. Right. Me I, yes, exactly. I used to be in the mental math group in my boarding school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I should have brought you with me on this trip because it would have helped me. This is something that's happened when I've traveled, and it's not been great because I'm not good at mental math, mm -hmm. which is that I will find an object and I'll be like, oh, this is, you know, X amount of pesos. That is. Roughly $100. Your conversion's not strong. No. And then I buy it and it ends up being $250. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was supposed to be $75. And you I went just, the wrong direction. I went the wrong direction. <laughs> and so this has happened to me, you know, when I went to Mexico City, I ended up buying a jacket that I love, but mm. it was, I ended up spending $250. I thought it was $75. Oh my gosh. 
I didn't know. I didn't realize that until I like looked at my credit card statement later. <laughs> and I and you know, so my problem this week is that I did get myself into a bit of a pickle at the airport. What did you buy and how much was it? I did upgrade my flight at the counter. Oh dear. Because they said How much did you spend? No, I you can't can, say you can it. believe I'm so it. How much did you spend? To I'm upgrade so your flight so from premium economy to first. What did you do? How much? Okay, so when I was checking into my flight uh in Hyderabad, okay. So Is the airport nice? Airport's very nice. Got redone. Nice. 15 years ago about and what I would say is that for any of y'all who don't understand the trip to India or to East Asia even it's like it's over 24 hours it's on the other side of the earth <laughs> yes like for me I would need to travel from Hyderabad to Abu Dhabi or somewhere in the Middle East depending on where you're flying so that's like a four hour five hour flight then Abu Dhabi to JFK is 15 hours. Jesus. Okay. One flight, 15 hours. And I bought just like the premium economy on the way there. Mm. And still very bougie. Yeah. In in the sense that like they allow you to choose which row you're in, right? Like choose seat selection. Seat seat selection. (laughs) Still like two hundred dollars to do that. Yeah. Um, but I was just like so sad that I was leaving. I was I was just in my emotions. I just said goodbye to my grandparents who I was really anxious about leaving. Yes. And Mirza and I have discussed this, that when you are a child of the diaspora, saying goodbye to your family is hard and it could be the last time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I had spent like 30 minutes crying yes. in the car on the way to the airport so i wouldn't say that i was in the best emotional of state. course so i i get to the counter at etihad and i asked the guy are there any upgrades available to business oh she said it she put it out there <laughs> i put it out there because sometimes you don't know it's it yeah. might not be a full flight right mm. he said how mm. much are you willing to pay no he did not say that yes he didn't just say this is how much it costs he's like how much are you willing to pay <laughs> yes he was very flirty i will say oh you should have used that to your advantage i tried <laughs> and it didn't it sounds work. like it did not work okay <laughs> i tried okay so i said 500 us uh-huh and he goes okay i'll see what i can do he was like it seems like you've already paid uh to choose your seat so i can apply that money and then you know give you a discount on what the business class seat is and he said all right the business class seat <laughs> here is- it comes here it comes drum roll well, he he basically told me the, what the business class seat was in rupees uh-huh and i didn't see the number written down so in my head i left out a zero. Oh my god yeah so oh no yeah yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot of guilt of guilt as you should <laughs> as I should. But I will say that I am doing a show on Thursday and I'm getting paid five hundred dollars for it. So it was like okay. girl math. Yeah, girl, absolute girl math. <laughs> I know. I'm, girl math. <laughs> I'm feeling sick to my stomach about it. I mean, you better do four shows to make that money back. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. I would never the side pay. eye. I would never. Yeah, you're getting you're getting the side eye for me about that. I know. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake that I will 
was learned... it comfortable for the 15 hours you were on it? No, and this is the thing is that it was extremely comfortable. And by the time I got off the flight, it felt like I had not traveled at all. Really? Yeah. That's like, good. Was the food good? It was. Though <laughs> I will say that I feel like they've gotten a little stingier. Oh, in business? Over years. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, because I don't know if you've ever flown like Emirates or Etihad or anything, but like the uh like reputation that those UAE uh, airlines have is they're supposed to be the best right yeah and that they like serve you a lot of food and a lot of drinks and there's just it's great but it was weird because I felt like I got more food and drink service in economy than I did there oh wow in business they just came around and they took your order once at the very beginning of the flight and they're like what would you like for dinner and what would you like for breakfast like when you wake up in the morning like literally like 10 hours from now oh wow and i told them and then they just didn't come around to like ask you if you needed anything like oh, i wow. just constantly was like asking them and you had to chase them you had to chase them and mm. like they i even got up a couple of times because i was like hi can i have like water um, oh wow okay yeah i was it was a little interesting the this is the worst part is that i didn't know it was that i spent that much money until um I got back to the States and I checked my credit card because I didn't, that's what I'm saying. I didn't do the conversion because I didn't even see the look at the receipt properly because it was in rupees. Pooja. I know. Oh, la, la. I'm feeling extremely judged. Scott and I are going to take you out back <laughs> and teach you some lessons I know. about fiduciary responsibility. I know. I know. I know. I'm like, it's, I feel devastated. Oh my gosh. You live and learn, but I hope the flight was worth it. <laughs> it was extremely worth it. That's and good. I will say that I was able to walk off the flight and like I unpacked a lot of my stuff that day. Nice. And like I was extremely productive that day. You I, landed in the morning. I landed. Yeah, I got to my apartment by 11 a.m. Nice. And I stayed awake all day. Nice. Um, And didn't have any bodily aches and pains and all the things oh, that good. come with trying to contort yourself into a pretzel. Yes, yes, Trying yes. to sleep for 15 hours. But... Yeah, so that's my problem of the week. Holy hell. Yeah, well, you know, I think I think financial literacy classes might be good. <laughs> or at least like conversion I know. or something, you know, some, start with the basics. Like anytime you buy something in a foreign currency, before you swipe your credit card or tap it or use your holographic eye, I don't know how we pay anymore, but like... <laughs> <laughs> just like do the math you know <laughs> do totally do the math yeah i know that's the thing is that like i need to just take one minute before doing it and i was like you know what whatever i had this birthday money like mm -hmm. i and and myself i was like i would be willing to pay four to five hundred of my own money sure. i think to, to the for this upgrade beyond the birthday money yes yes exactly. love that I love family birthday money. Uh, it's my favorite. Crucial. No matter my birthday's coming up, so I'm expecting a nice windfall. <laughs> Even Whoa. at the ripe age of you're not gonna know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, well I feel really anxious about the fact that I just shared that with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm speechless. She's for clept. I know. Okay, Mirza. So should we get to our advice seekers problem? Let's do it. Hi, problem solvers. Here's my problem. So we are quickly approaching two years since my parents took in a cat from my uncle, who unfortunately passed away. Mm. 
This gesture was supposed to be temporary. However, the cat has since become a permanent resident of the household. This wouldn't be a problem. But my five-year-old is highly allergic to cats. So whenever we visit, he has an allergic reaction where his eyes swell up and water and he's extremely itchy for the rest of the day. As his grandparents, they complain that I never let him spend time at their house or spend the night and they do not see their cat as an issue. Is it wrong of me to assume they should get rid of the cat? Oh, drama. Well, I have many friends that are allergic to cats. I am allergic to cats. You're allergic to yeah. cats. Yes, you're part of that group. Yeah. You And you know, a, a cat allergy can be very severe. Totally. It can be very severe. You know, if they like pee on you, if they lick you, like okay. you're going to evaporate, you know, like if you have a severe enough allergy. So men medication only goes so far. It can't really help. So, um, and the thing about cats is that their fur is everywhere. Their fur is everywhere. They're like rolling around. They're jumping. They're cuddling with you. They're playing with their little balls of yarn. Yeah. No matter how much a cat owner says that they cleaned or lint rolled their couch, like wrong, there is still hair on the couch. Okay. Let me yeah. tell you, as someone who I don't like go into anaphylactic shock or anything That's whenever good. I am around a cat. But like I, my eyes get really red and watery and I sneeze a lot. No, that makes sense. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I sw like, yeah, it's just not a pleasant. Is that your worst allergy? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My worst allergy is bees. Oh, I'm deathly allergic to bees. Whoa. Can't be stung by them or I perish. Oh, geez. It's like the specific type or any kind. If they sting me, I perish. I've seen a lot of uh, yellow jackets recently, actually, in New York. Weirdly, For what? Yeah. It's cold. We're, I know, but I was, yeah. It's that El Nino. I guess. <laughs> it's, the it's the trade winds. <laughs> it's some, it's something crazy. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a cat stay with you? Or did you ever sit a cat? Or have you always steered away from them? I've never had a cat in my apartment. Mm -hmm. For the reason of the fact that the hair like just would not go like I don't care you have what to I lint roll all the time exactly it's really annoying I have spent time or visited or stayed the night at friends houses that have cats mm. and my request of them is just like hey can you just make sure that on the bed that I'm sleeping the cat has not like laid on it fair and if can you just keep the cat out of that bedroom fair and that's it. And then I just take a lot of like Claritin or whatever, yeah, yeah. like Zyrtec. Oh, I love Benadryl. <laughs> that's for a different reason. I love Benadryl. Really? Yeah. It's a really, can I tell you one time I went to Hong Kong and I went there in September, October timeframe and it's very muggy there yeah. and I couldn't breathe outside because mm. of the smog like I literally be like <laughs> like that <laughs> and I went to a pharmacy there and I was like I cannot breathe in this climate what can you give me I'm here for like 10 days they're like we're gonna give you Chinese Benadryl oh and they gave me a packet of these huge pink like pills and they're like you have to take three a day and I took three a day and I am not kidding when i say to you i was a walking zombie like i would take them with my morning coffee and like the coffee would be an upper and then the benadryl would be like a severe downer oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so i'd be walking outside being like i am seeing visuals of things yeah. <laughs> you're like i'm in the underworld i'm right now. literally i was sent straight to hell like you know yeah so um wow. yeah thankfully 
the zero tech has not done me like that. No, it's crazy. Oof. It's crazy. But it does make you feel relaxed and also like you want to fall asleep. Go off. Go off. So you have been a cat owner. I have had a cat. I had a cat with an ex. Um, and she was non-shedding. She didn't shed. Um, she was hypoallergenic. She was very quiet. She kind of just like rolled around, stayed in the corner. She would like to try to crawl into the bed and she would like walk over my neck at mm -hmm. night. Like I would just like wake up at like three in the morning and she's just like casually just like strolling across my neck. <laughs> light <laughs> she, choking. Like literally light. She's like, this is my runway. Like it's yeah. don't don't worry about it. Um, I liked having a cat. I'm not allergic, but I did have friends like you that are allergic to cats. So it was actually hard to have people over because I'd have to disclaim. Oh, hey. You know, and then when that relationship fell apart and I was having random guys come over from Grindr, I would have to disclose to them, hey, I have a cat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what are, what are your thoughts on if me or like a friend was to say to you, hey, I am allergic to your cat. Can you like keep it hidden in a room or can you clean especially before I get there, like, does that? No, not at all. Okay. Like my friend Josh, he's like severely allergic to cats, oh. um, and he like wasn't able to come over for a long time because we I had that cat. Yeah. Um, but I would try to clean, and it'd be fine. Or like, if I was holding the cat, I would like wash myself really well before I hung out with him to make sure there wasn't transference. Yeah. Of the cat. Um, no, I think you know. Do you think it's reasonable? I think it's extreme. I think it's extremely reasonable. I mean, same way with me, like. If I'm on vacation with like friends or whatever and there's like bees around, which has happened before, I kind of expect them to like help swat them away. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, guys, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, now I know something new about you. Yeah. Wow. New fun fact. And I don't have an EpiPen. Okay. Well, that's... I don't want one. <sighs> why? I don't know. It just seems like, like why do I want to carry a needle around like that? Yeah, you don't even want to carry an umbrella. I, I'm not going to get an EpiPen if I don't have an umbrella. Yeah. Like, that's priorities. Yeah, exactly. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like ibuprofen. Okay. Ibuprofen's nice. Does that solve the problem? No. Sorry, what are you bringing I, up ibuprofen so I think for? That, oh, sorry, I thought we were just talking about medications. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, I like ibuprofen, even though it doesn't solve uh, the death that I will face. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it tastes good. It tastes, it's sugar-coated, that's for sure, yeah. Uh, okay, Goes down so easy. Do you think that... Have you ever had friends... I've definitely had friends or people that I know who are a little too attached to their pet in a way yes. that they are not able to take responsibility for any uh, negatives that their pet or like anything negative yes. about the pet, right? You know what I'm this saying? Is, I, this happens a lot with older folks, I think, who've had their dogs or cats for a long time. Yeah. They're sort of like given up or they're just like, you know, like, they do what they do. Like, I'm not going to change them. So, oh, like, yeah. just deal with it. I see, excuse me, I see this on the streets of New York all the time. Yeah. I've seen, like, older women, like, pushing cats and dogs in the stroller, like, down totally. the street. And then you walk by and the cat and the dog just starts barking or screaming their head off. And you're like, what the hell? And the woman just, like, doesn't react. She's like, it's just what it is. Yeah. I'm like, get them under control. It's not that they can't do wrong. They can do wrong. And they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems like the advice seeker is feeling like her parents 
would take it the wrong way or be very sensitive about any negative feedback about this cat. I think it's such a not important point. I think it's just like, why are they so sensitive about a cat? Yeah, especially when it's like getting in the way of their seeing their grandchild. Like, put the cat away. You have a human grandchild to see. Yeah. I think that that's very weird. I, you know, I mean, I love pets. I Don't get me wrong. I love dogs. I love cats. And I think when you have them, they're like real family members. Yeah. But when you start comparing pets with humans like that or treating pets more favorably than humans, it just gets into a weird territory yeah and because it's like we're almost projecting the consciousness uh like onto the the animal and yes. we're like well Susie would never hurt you like, like and it's like bitch what the fuck like you don't know what Susie actually feels yeah. like she might be a conniving bitch like, she probably is exactly because you grow raised her to be that way yeah. <laughs> or just because she is an animal and yeah if, and if she sees a threat she will you know hurt the threat they and also benefit from manip manipulation yeah. from manipulating their owners to get what they want exactly <laughs> so so yeah i i think that 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 is kind of a tough place when you are trying to reason with a pet person. Yes. Because they just like, yeah, project how they feel. They And they project like what they want onto the... Yes. The, uh, they, they, they project a convenient narrative onto the pet. 100%. Be like, oh, they're feeling this way or they're feeling that way or they did it because of this reason or that yes, reason. Yes, it's yes, like, yes. Mm. Did they? Yeah. That's a stretch, man. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. No, I. the whole thing of people treating their pets as humans or as children, I get it. I love it. I love animals. But it really, I think, can cross the line mm -hmm. sometimes. And I think there's like a psychological reason that they are ascribing like a human grade relationship to their animal yeah i don't know dog lovers will probably cancel me for saying that but it gets you know i feel like there is a line they are dogs and cats as much as we love them but yes and, they, and they can be like your quote-unquote children of course but let's like not put them on such a pedestal yeah to where you're excusing behavior that like wouldn't be okay for a child to do right yeah it's like rufus doesn't have a 401k <laughs> you know he's a 401 bark whatever what? <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like no i know yeah, I'm just, yeah. who knows maybe those dogs have more financial literacy <laughs> they're fucking burying money in the backyard yeah, they're burying <laughs> your you know your rolex you don't know where it is it's in the backyard it's in the backyard that's where they hit it yeah, yeah. so what would you suggest our advice seeker does i would suggest that the advice seeker go to their parents the grandparents and say my child is allergic to these cats and cannot come visit you while you have this cat so you can come visit us oh. after you've cleansed yourself so that my child doesn't have an allergic reaction to you. Yeah. And say it just like that. Be straight. They're your parents. They should understand. If they get offended by that, then like there's bigger issues. That's true. That's true. Like I just know with my grandmother, if I was like, I'm not coming over because you have this thing that I'm allergic to, she'd be like, fine. Yeah. She's like, I'll come to you. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't think it's a big, I don't think it's big of a deal. I think the caller is maybe hyping up the problem too much in her mind. She should just talk to them. So, Pooh, what is your pee on the advice seeker situation? I kind of disagree. Oh, la, la. Just because people be intense. They do. And be. Yeah. They do and be. so I'm assuming the advice seeker is having trouble getting through to her parents. Yes. Because they are so hardcore about this cat and they are Truly. prioritizing this cat in this way. But it does feel like there is a lack of communication happening. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be so extreme, like either no grandchild or no cat, right? Like I think there could be a compromise of like the grandparents coming and visiting um, at yes. your house yes. or, hey, can we just keep the cat away? Agreed. Yeah. Lock it in the basement. Yeah. For a couple hours. <laughs> Let it outside. Let it outside. It's an outdoor cat. So maybe yeah. it's possible. Exactly. Okay. No, I think that makes sense. Listen, we love our feline friends, but we love our human ones more. Yeah. Peter's going to come for you. Come on, PETA. Let's do it. <laughs> Another problem solved. <laughs> hey, did you like that episode? Well, if you did, please rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to this episode. And make sure to come back every Wednesday for brand new episodes of The Problem Solvers. See you then. 